On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Well, it's one final week to wrap things up here on the JetCast for 2022. We end on an even number, episode number 70. And uh, obviously, our most important guest of the year, possibly, is going to lead us off here. Former volleyball coach, now the current athletic director at Newman University, Joe Pryor. And uh, Joe, I know that this is your favorite responsibility as athletic director is getting to talk to me each year, right? Love the limelight, but yeah, I, I, bet, I bet you do. Um, 2022, how's that gone for uh, for you and and for the Jets? You think? Well, from my perspective as the athletic director, this is the first full year that I've had. Yeah, that, so, that's been a regular, mostly been, year. Yes, mostly regular year. So my first year was 1920 when we shut down in the spring. <laughs> Last or year was 2020. Like, yeah, 1920. 2019, 2020. Yo, I got you. I see what you're saying. Sorry, school year. I see Mm -hmm. what you're saying. And then last year, we were all limited. You know, everything was was cut down. And then, so this is the first year that I've had an entire year to be the athletic director. What's it it been like? It has been really busy. (laughs) Um, But it's gone really fast. I'll tell you, you know, we have a lot going on from November through February and um, I thought that that kind of goes a little bit slower, and then, man, it just sped up. April flew. I don't even know what happened in April. <laughs> well, here we are, and uh, talking about the spring seasons that just wrapped up, I know that both of the Diamond Sports teams were so close. They wanted to make the MIAA tournament, but how excited are you? The softball team matches a program record for victories. The men's baseball team wins 14 more games Big turnarounds for Coach Gustafson and Coach Mouse. Absolutely. No, very excited. It was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, We could have asked for a little less wind (laughs) all season long. I think Sunday at home with baseball was the first time we didn't have 20 to 30 mile per hour winds. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah. He just howls up there in that press box. And obviously the the product on the field for both those programs, what a night and day difference. Huge improvement for both of them this year. Absolutely. Both coaches have worked so hard to to get the right pieces in place. And it takes time. You know, they I hired both of them my first year, actually within my first month right first two months and um so you know it takes time to build and moving into the miaa it's really hard um to figure out that recruiting process and i think once that gets done then it's just a matter of time i know in the winter sports basketball seasons both of them looking to rebounce and rejuvenate themselves this year i know you still have all the faith in the world in coach allen and still very excited about the johnsons and what they're going to continue to bring to the program with some uh, recruits that have been signed on twitter here then the verbal portion obviously those will be announced by the university later on but uh, still very in the women's program at least still very early on and trying to to build that up into the MIAA. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Both coaches, um, it's a learning experience. 
experience in the MIAA. And, and I think unless you're really in it, you don't quite understand it. But I would also like to remind folks that when we went Division II and got into the Heartland Conference, we also were towards the the bottom of that sure. in, in most of our sports. And by the time that we were out of the Heartland Conference, we were in the top. Yes, you and were. And so it takes time. And, and the recruiting's different. You know, in that old conference, we recruited very heavy with transfers. Now you recruit very heavy with freshmen, and you build that program, and then you add your transfers. So it's just a different style of recruiting and uh, just a different philosophy. Now you were around back ar- around the time of the Division II jump. Were you? Did you ever coach a year here in the NAIA era? No. Okay, so you came after Division Two, so you weren't ex- necessarily a part of that jump, but it almost feels like the jump from D2 or from the NAIA to Division Two, and the div- jump from the Heartland Conference to the MIAA Conference, it almost seems like they're similar. It is. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Um, and, and like I said, you know, we'll get there. And I think our, our teams, several of our teams were competing for conference uh, bids, and that says a lot. Well, not only – competing but I know the sport that I, I actually don't know what your favorite sport is I know that you love all of them but I have to imagine as a former jet volleyball coach that the volleyball team has a special place in your heart and, and I know you want to see that program get back to where it was not too long ago near the heart of the heartland near the top of the heartland conference and talking about competing coming off of you know a stretch where they had won something like four matches in three years they won Two sets against top 25 teams this year and took Washburn to extra points in set one and what was an amazing first set in in here over in, in the gym. I know that you are super excited. We're going to be talking with the new volleyball coach, Coach Compton. She's coming up next. We'll introduce you to her, uh, your latest hire. I know that you are extremely excited about her and, and the steps that the volleyball program take under coach, uh, took under Coach Lugo this past fall. And uh, what are you looking forward to seeing the most in this next fall with Coach Compton stepping in and trying to continue to build on that foundation? Sure. Yeah, I mean, Jose did a great job, and I think he put some pieces in place uh, that are going to be able to to last. Like I said, starting with those freshmen, yes. building on those freshmen, I think Coach Compton has the ability to continue that, but also to bring in some transfer student-athletes that have that court experience for that first two years and to bring a little bit of confidence more confidence to the team um, so that they can continue to grow and and I think it'll be all good things for all the programs one thing that we've seen at least from my perspective across the board has been maybe an increased focus on Kansas kids whether it be Mm -hmm. four years you guys have brought in a lot of JUCO transfers to the volleyball program there have been a couple of guys out for baseball but a lot of these have either they're Kansas natives or they played junior college in the Jayhawk. What do you think is going to give you – how do you think that's going to advantage you guys as you bring in some of these Kansas kids, whether they're native Kansans or they've been playing in the Jayhawk? Because it seems like a lot of them have been working out really well, especially for volleyball, thinking of them just off the top of the mind. Sure. So if you look in the stands at – Um, Any sport that has local student-athletes, you'll see that a good chunk of that is family. Oh, sure. And so volleyball would be a great, for instance, with Riley Doherty. Oh, yeah. And they fill almost a section 
of the stamps. <laughs> so uh, we probably should just put reserved. We, we should. Reserved for them. Uh, but it does. It, it brings excitement. There's that support, I think, that the team feels when they know, even though it's not their family, they know that there's family there. And, and when you're on a team, that's your family. So I think they love feeling that support and knowing that they're going to be there all the time. I know that you didn't come into this role thinking, you know, I, I, there are a lot of athletic directors who go into a role and say, I've got to get my people in here. Mm-hmm. You didn't come into the role thinking that, but you have gotten to make a lot of hires. There have been a couple this year, and I know that you're excited as well in the fall. We'll talk about Coach Compton in a second, but uh, to welcome back a, ca- a coach, kind of, as wasn't a head coach, but was on a staff, but new leadership for the women's soccer program coming up this fall. How excited are you about him? You bet. Very excited. Uh, Dylan's been just a phenomenal addition to us again. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, Jay came in, and Jay did a great job, and he really um, – He really worked on the culture of women's soccer, and I think the transition from Jay to Dylan has been seamless. Um, Dylan brings a lot of energy every day. Um, He does. If you're not feeling it, he's feeling it. Sure. And he's going to make sure you're feeling it. Um, so uh, he's he's been great, and the and the team loves him. Um, he's very invested. You know, he he's very much like a lot of us, where Newman becomes your life, mm-hmm. and so you put everything into it. Well, and, talking about guys with energy, uh, how much was that? I mean, not to say that Coach Nicole doesn't have great energy, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, energy is probably the first, second, and third thing you have to think about when you think about Coach Drew of women's basketball. Yes, yes. He very much is the same way. Lots of ideas, lots of good suggestions, um, has some good experience that, um, that, we, that translates here to Newman. For sure. Now, Coach Compton, we're going to be joined by in just a second. And in the article, you had mentioned that it was be- one of the things, not the only thing, I'm sure, you know, taking an NJCAA program to the NJCAA tournament, that doesn't hurt their old resume. But mm-hmm. one of the things that you were focused on was the commitment to the student-athlete experience. What about her experience or her interviews led you to believe that she was going to be a good fit for the players that you already have? Sure. So I, too, came from a junior college. Yeah, you did. And Also in the Jayhawks. Yes, and um, so I know what that takes and that kind of family feel and um, the things that you need to provide for your student athletes. So um, I and I also know people that know her. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I still have, you know, those connections, sure. and those friendships. So just to be able to reach out to those people and get some information about her and how she manages her teams and and her experience. I mean, she's she's done a great job. She did a great job there. And and when you're at a junior college, it is very much family. Oh, right? yeah. Most of those institutions are in small towns. You are the biggest show in town and it's uh, very exciting. Everybody knows who you are. Um, so I, I knew what she was going to be able to bring here. And she's already started that, you know, just even in the short spring season, um, the student athletes have really 
been able to gain a lot from her. Now, I know that one thing that we've talked in the past about has been the strategic plan. We've had more of the campus uh, that's come to light more now. We're further along in that process. And it was exciting to see athletics listed as one of the priorities. And the direction that they have gone has been with the outdoor facilities, diamond sports, soccer for new press facilities, and other things that will enhance the experience for student athletes, media, fans, a lot of things out there for, for the athletes at baseball, softball, and soccer. Uh, how excited are you that to, to see athletics uh, get some recognition as being an area that the university can improve upon a little bit and try to enhance that aspect of what you're able to provide your student athletes so they can continue to compete in the MIAA. Sure. Yeah. And I would say it's not even necessarily the MIAA. It's also, you know, these students are coming from high schools that have turf. Oh, that sure. Have facilities um, that are just continue to get better and better. So um, just in that aspect, you know, we've got to we've got to find a way to keep up with that and um, constantly be improving. So summer projects, summer's already almost here. You said that April flew by. I, I know that you guys look forward to getting some time off, although when you're in this business, there's not really any time you just say, well, we can just take that month off. Mm -hmm. Not really the way it works, but uh, what are you looking forward to in terms of taking time off in the summer, but also uh, getting some summer projects done for, for Newman to get set for the fall? Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of planning that goes into the summer. I do hope to take a few days off here <laughs> and there. Um, I know the guy uh, sitting to the left of the camera is hoping for a couple days off as well. He's nodding with his, with <laughs> with, his eyes closed. With a thumb up. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully we'll all get a little bit of time off. Sure. A little downtime, but, you know, it's just prepping for next year and just trying to continue to get better. And, and sometimes it's a little things, Blake. So, um, you know, just meeting with coaches and talking about student athlete accountability and how can we how can we do better in every team and what can we take from each other right so like if a coach wants to talk about how they do um, teamwork with their you know how they do team building with their team and and share that with everybody else so I think a lot of it's going to be share time um, but there's a lot of projects that I have to work on well and the last question for you I can't let you go without asking about the jet open that's obviously going to be coming up in August, the biggest fundraising project of the year for Newman Athletics. And I know that this is one in terms of learning and changing and growing and tweaking, um, especially with the pandemic. This has been probably the thing that you've had to tweak the most. And you guys have learned some things that have worked really, really well that you're going to continue. Um, but what's that shaping up and what's the planning looking like for the Jet Open coming up here in a couple of months as we get set to kick off the 2022-2023 season? Yeah. So August 1st. Okay is the jet open uh we have information on the website but um you know thankfully golf was never disrupted during <laughs> the pandemic right. so we were able to just keep going with the tournament itself um with covid we did move the auction online which i think has been phenomenal we're able to, able to reach out to people that we wouldn't normally yes uh, because it was always in person so now our alums um, donors just anybody that has an interest is able to to bid online and so that's really been a huge help for us um a little bit less work. Yeah, sure. Uh, which is always nice. Yeah. But, um, 
but we're excited. Yeah, and, and we hope for a nice, cool day August 1st. Yes, well, mm-hmm. we, we hope. So there's still plenty of sponsorship opportunities available, and obviously the bidding, that's going to remain online for this yes. year. You can get all the information at newmanjets.com. I believe that Zach's got the link on the right-hand side there. So click if you'd like to play. Obviously, we'd love to have you come out. And even if you can only support us by coming out and playing, that's good enough. We've got plenty of spots available now, but sometimes we do get people there in June, July, and they're thinking, oh, we'll just wait and wait, and sometimes those spots, you think you were going to get a spot, and they do fill up, so probably better to be safer than sorry. Go ahead and register now at NewmanJets.com. Joe, thank you so much. Fantastic to be the voice of the Jets for another year, and look forward to having you back next year, and uh, have a great summer. Well, thank you, Blake, for everything that you do, and all of the everything that you go to and um, we really appreciate your energy it's a lot of fun and i am going to appreciate the energy of coach compton we're going to join her next as we wrap up the year on the jetcast let's face it it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom and while they fit your style when your house was built styles change or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs that's where keystone solid surfaces comes in keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz granite and solid surfaces in kansas and with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 north wabash in wichita providing the perfect inspiration the possibilities are truly endless that's why when it's time for an upgrade the key is keystone keystonesolidsurfaces.com or find great specials on facebook Hi friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. As we look back over 2021, I'll admit there were some challenges, but overall it was a great year. It was a year full of great events, new beginnings with our warehouse, and another year of taking care of customers and giving back to this great community. Whether you visited Mel Hamilton Ford to purchase a vehicle or visit our Facebook to enter a contest, we appreciate your time and your business. Thank you to every customer from racing to quick lane. Mel Hamilton Ford, taking care of customers since 1984, experience the difference. Last segment of the year here on the JetCast. We'll be back again in September to get you set for 2022-2023. But we couldn't let you go without meeting your new volleyball coach. Marisa Compton had been the head coach at Neosho County Community College for the past two seasons and led the Panthers to the NJCAA tournament in her first year. Also led them to as high as a number eight national ranking. Previously has been the head coach at Labette County Community College and assisted at Fort Scott Community College in Austin Peay. So a lot of Kansas experience. Marisa Compton, thank you so much. And uh, this is try number two. Tried to do this a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the, we had something, there was something going around in Wichita and a lot of people were losing their voices, but I'm happy to hear that yours is back and happy to have you on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, success at the JUCO level obviously has been, uh, it's been easy to come by. Maybe easy is not the right word. I'm sure you've worked very, very hard at that, but you've enjoyed a lot of success at the JUCO level. Um, what do you think made you successful as a head coach? Um, I had uh, you know, a lot of great mentors as a player um, and learned a lot. Um, I think um, part of it was um, I had a great start with Lindsay Hill at Fort Scott um, and uh, as her assistant there. And then, you know, I got a lot of experience, kind of got thrown into it a little bit as a head coach, as a second-year coach. Um, but I think a lot of it was, um, you know, at that level, you have to be good at um, 
training the fundamentals and um, and building relationships with kids. Well, obviously, the Jayhawk Conference has had a lot of traditional volleyball powers that you had to come up against. What similarities do you see between the level of competition in the JUCO space where the Jayhawk resides and obviously the level you're stepping up to in the MIAA where you've got Washburn was the national semifinal, you know, the runner-up this year, and uh, the Jets have got to play against perennial powers like Northwest Missouri, who was top 25, Central Missouri, who was top 25. And there's some other MIAA teams who have been historically good who are just not right now. Um, so I would think that there would be a lot of similarities. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, I think, in the toughness of the competition of the conference. Um, in the Jayhawk, it was the same thing. Like, you were had to be, bring your best every time you played because we had a really tough conference um, there for a few years. Um, the top eight teams were ranked in the top 20 throughout the year. So, um, you know, that's one thing that I liked about um, Newman was that they were in the MIAA in that just that competitive conference. One thing that Joe mentioned that I just asked her about and something that they mentioned in the press release was that they you differentiated yourself because of your commitment to the quality of life for the student athlete. What does that mean to you? Because obviously, you know, when the rubber hits the road for a coach, um, the wins are very important. And, and, you know, there's the old saying in sports radio, coaches are hired to be fired. But at the same time, at an institution like this and at NCAA Division II, um, you know, these are student athletes first, and they do have a responsibility to the classroom and the community. So how do you balance all that in your programs? Right. Um, for us, and I talk about it with our student-athletes, their academics come first um, because as much as we want to play volleyball forever, um, we have to go on and be professionals in something other than volleyball. And so that, you know, that degree is really important for our student-athletes. Um, and, you know, I, I want my players to leave here better than they got here and to grow as people and um, athletes and as students. And so um, those are things that, that we stress with our student-athletes. I have gotten to talk with a couple of your players in the hallway who have been kind of walking around the track while at basketball practice um, to ask, hey, you know, have you got to meet the coach? And it was that was pretty early on. Like, yeah, we talked to her a little bit. She seems nice. And um, now I'm sure you've gotten to talk to, with them quite a bit more. What's that like as you try to build this relationship with these players? Um, it's been great. I was lucky to be here to go through spring season with them. Um, and, um, you know, I met with all of them and kind of got a feel for what they were looking for to, you know, improve the program and what they liked and what they wanted to see changed. And so we tried to make some of those changes this spring. And um, I feel really lucky, you know, as a new coach, you never know how your new student athletes are going to buy into what you're doing. Um, but I've had great buy-in from all the student athletes this spring. They worked really hard for me this spring. And I think they're excited about what's to come for the volleyball program. Looking at what the program had been, obviously Coach Lugo had come in at a very, very late start date for his first year. And, you know, they, the results certainly showed that. It was a struggle to get back up and running, but they took a, a really big step forward this year. And like I said to Joe, and not in just in terms of the wins, but also in terms of being competitive in the matches that they lost. They took sets from two top 25 programs. They took Washburn to extra points here in the first set. Could have very easely won that first set here against the Ichabods, who ended up being runners-up nationally in the NCAA tournament. So how much of that last season have you reviewed, or have you, are you a, the kind of coach that wants to come in blind and just watch the girls and see for yourself without necessarily reviewing the last season? Um, I 
kept track of them a little bit because I had two former players here. Um, yes, Amani you did. And Jenna. And so, you know, I kind of kept track of them through the year and um, saw a lot of growth of them that last season. And um, like you said, they were competitive um, in a lot of matches and, and they were a young group last year. And so um, that was exciting for me to come in and, and know that there's a group that's starting to compete in the MIAA and that they're young and just need some more experience. And, um, you know, I've, I said this spring, I feel like when we went to our spring matches, um, was seeing the same thing. They were um, being competitive. And um, one thing I really liked in the spring is uh, never felt like we were out of a match. There was a couple times we were down, you know, five or six points and came back and won the sets. And so um, that's always a good thing to kind of see that resiliency from your team. Now, you've coached extensively in Kansas, maybe even except for I think you had a stint at Austin P, which is your alma mater. Uh, but you've played also in Kansas. You also played at Neosho County Community College. So uh, this state's kind of got to start. Where are you from originally? Well, that's a tough question. <laughs> uh, my dad was a college football coach, so we kind of moved all over the place. Um, I did go Kay. to high school in Fort Scott, Kansas. Fort Scott, so. Kansas. Yep. So uh, what, what, can you name some of the stops? Um, he was, you, you can just name the schools if you yeah, don't want to name. So he was at um, Truman State at one point, South Oak Baptist, um, he was at Fort Scott Community College. Okay. Um, was so, at Northern Michigan University. Okay. <laughs> so all around, the, those would have been old MIAA schools yes. back at the back of the time that he was coaching. They're no longer MIAA schools, but so you you you're pretty familiar with the Midwest then. Yes, absolutely. This area is kind of home for me and very familiar. Well, I know that uh, moving down here to Wichita, trying to get set up, uh, there is a baby in the Compton household. Yes. And, and so w what's that adjustment been like to try to bring them? Is it boy or girl? A uh, little girl. Her little girl. Parker. So uh, what's that been like to try to make that adjustment? I know that um, you've been living on campus just because the, uh, in case you're wondering, <laughs> the housing market in Wichita, fairly competitive, as Coach Compton will let you know. Um, how's that been, trying to find a house in this crazy real estate market? <laughs> it was definitely an adventure, to say the <laughs> least. Um, yeah, living in uh, on-campus housing with an eight-month-old has been an adventure. Um, I there for the first month or two, I was uh, by myself with her. My husband was still in Chinook, um, Sure. so he was here on the weekend. So it was definitely an adventure, but um, things are starting to – there's light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> um, we found a house. We don't close until June, so we've got a little bit longer. A little longer. Housing, um, but we found, you know, somebody to, to watch Parker. And um, I think one of the cool things about um, – starting here was you know she's at that age where she's starting to get some personality and stuff sure. and the players have taken to her and love her and they always they, I think half the time they don't care if I'm there they're like is Parker gonna be around today <laughs> so uh it's been cool to watch kind of the relationship with the players well and how have you gotten how much time have you gotten to spend with your other coaches because immediately I think you know like coach uh coach Nicole and coach Drew they've got a youngster Cooper coming up yep. so maybe you know Cooper and Parker are gonna be uh friends here as you guys build up your your jet programs yep I think they will be actually they um have the same daycare person so they get oh, to hang wow. out daycare uh Parker hopefully she's not you know, too rough with Cooper the other day. I guess she <laughs> crawled over Cooper to get to her toys on the other side of him. So, wow. Um, but, no, it's it's kind of cool. Coach and I 
talked about it uh coach nicole and drew we talked about how it's kind of exciting that our you know our kids will not only be at daycare together but get to run around the gym and be you know at new events together so hopefully we'll see that come to fruition here in the next few years uh, the miaa conference as you step into this being a juco coach and being one that coached a top 25 team, I'm sure that you had that you had placed kids on the MIAA rosters, or if you didn't, that you had coaches coming in to watch your teams. Um, being that the MIAA is so focused heavily here in Kansas, how much were you aware of how good the MIAA was while you were a junior college coach at your stops here in the Sunflower State? Yeah, I was very aware of it. I mean, you know, kind of the reputation of the MIAA being in this area. And so, um, you know, that, like I said, that was kind of a draw. I like kind of the challenge of being in a competitive conference. I think that's what makes it fun when you have really competitive matches. Um, I think it just makes it for a fun season. Now, from the recruiting perspective, there has been a little bit of a blend with Coach Lugo. He's gone out. He's gotten some of your junior college kids. You mentioned some of the Mm -hmm. former ones that he had picked up. He's also gone the four-year route. How will you kind of blend that? And certainly it's it's very early in your tenure, not that you can't pivot one way or the other, but being a junior college coach previously yourself, um, I'm assuming that JUCOs, while you still want four-year kids, are still going to be a big part of your program trying to get those Jayhawk uh, stars to come to Newman. Yeah, I think especially early on when you're trying to build a program, those are some kids that, like you said, have experience playing in a competitive conference and at a high level. Um, And so those are some kids that can bring that experience to your program. Um, And I think especially those those players that are from the top teams in the conference, they're used to being part of a winning program, and I think that can be some valuable experience when you're trying to build a program. Obviously, moving, going to be probably plan number one for the summer. Anything else for the summer that you have planned? Uh, Mainly just catching up on recruiting and um, trying to – get out as much as I can, work in some camps, um, hoping to um, see if we can get a camp here this summer. A Newman, Newman Jets volleyball camp. Yep. Okay. Coach yep. Compton volleyball camp. Details at NU, uh, newmanjets.com coming soon, sooner rather than later, we hope. Uh, what goals do you want to set for this team? Uh, obviously, a lot of these girls will be, because they're in Kansas, probably will be able to stay in touch with them fairly. There are obviously rules and regulations that will have to be abided, but um, certainly hoping that you'll be keep be able to keep in touch with some of them rather than if they were you know, going home or going to a different country. What are the goals that you've outlined for the team? I'll make this your last question that are going to put you guys, and I won't ask you to you know, pick, well, we want to win 10 matches next year or whatever. We want to finish in you know, eighth place in the league, but what's the goal that you want to have done for the summer that's going to give you and the team the best chance to be successful in whatever area you decide that that is going to be measured by in your first year? What's that going to be this summer? Um, I think a lot of it is just continuing to set the expectations for the year and for our program and making sure that, um, you know, the new kids that we're bringing in um, know what those expectations are and making sure that our upperclassmen and our returners are, you know, staying in contact with our new kids and kind of letting them know what the expectations are and, um, you know, checking in with them, making sure they're doing their workouts and kind of holding them accountable um, and so that we can come in, you know, as best prepared as we can. Um, I'm sure there'll be some some Zoom meetings over the summer. Sure. Um, even though those are my least favorite things after <laughs> COVID. But, um, you know, just a lot of communication to make sure that we're 
you know, as prepared as we can coming into preseason. Marisa Compton, your new Newman Jet volleyball coach. Last year we had our first ever matches for volleyball on the Newman Jets Audio Network, and they will be first up on the Newman Jets Audio Network as we move forward to 2022-2023. Coach Compton, great to meet you. Welcome to Newman and to Wichita, and uh, looking forward to covering your program next year. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. That is our show for the year. Thank you to all of our guests, the student-athletes, obviously to the man behind the camera, Zach, who did all the video for this. Uh, very much appreciated. Very much appreciate you watching, listening, subscribing, sharing with a friend all season long. So we are off for the summer. Hope you have a great summer. Hope we see you at the Jet Open. So until 2022-23, Blake Cripps in Wichita saying, Go Jets. <laughs>